Okay, welcome to Noisy Cricket. Uh, this is number three in a series of three. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're just trying to figure this out. Um, we, you know, we want to talk about things that interest us and uh, maybe interest you. And um, I'm sure that we're not alone in this uh, this human experience. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk today about a few things. But let's start by shouting out to a couple people. Uh, let's talk to um, Josh Pioli at uh, uh, Studio NN in Bakers Hill. He does a fine haircut. Uh, if you're a guy who likes a quality cut that uh, will be the best cut you ever had, something precise, something. Look, my son uh, loves the haircut. Both of my sons love the haircut. I love his haircuts. Uh, because I can get the same cut every time. I don't. It doesn't get messed up. I don't go in one time. It's you know cut short here. Bop bop bop. Looks wrong. No, nope, every time exactly what you want. Uh, so if you want that kind of cut, you want a good service. You want some, a good guy who's going to do the right job every time. Uh, go see Josh at Studio, and then in Bankers Hill. Um, my son went out and got one of those discount cuts. It. He was like, oh, I wish I'd gone with Josh. Too bad, sucker. So anyways, um, but today, you know what? We're going to talk about a couple things. Uh, I want to start with one thing, though. Uh, as of late, um, I started thinking about regrets. And uh, I wasn't, you know, I never really had any. And I had, I, maybe I had some regrets, but you know what? I, I put them to bed. And I, you know, I, I think it's all you can do sometimes. You know, you have uh, things happen at a certain time in your life. And, uh, you know, you either get an opportunity to, to do it you know, step up to the plate and hit the ball out of the park. You know, I mean, like those movies from the uh, 70s and 80s where they uh, they would have this. Wasn't it that Mr. Wonderful with uh, uh, Jim Belushi? Remember? Mm-hmm. He, yeah. Uh, it was a movie called, I think it was called Mr. Wonderful. No. Mr. Wonderful is with um, Dylan, Matt Dylan. And okay. Well, there's a movie that Jim Destiny? Belushi did. Mr. Destiny. Something like that. Something like that. It was uh, Michael Caine yeah. was, the, was the, the guy. So anyways, in this movie... The uh, the kid, in one scene, he hits the ball out of the park, right? And uh, a series of events happens. He becomes the, you know, the, the, the what do they call it, the class president, and he gets the girl, and he, he has a fine life where all these great things happen to him. And then he misses the ball. He has rejection and failure, and boom, you know, something happens, and he doesn't quite ever be, you know, successful. He's just a guy. And, and being a guy is fine. Everybody, you know, there's a place for everyone. But... I think all of our dream is to hit the ball of the park, you know, uh, hit the ball of the park, you know, get the girl or guy in your case, whatever case, and, uh, you know, be, you know, get money and fame and I don't know, whatever you're seeking in life, right? And when you don't get things you want, or let's say you didn't, you missed an opportunity that you, was afforded you, or you missed, a, you should have said something at a certain time, or you said too much, or you didn't, you know, go to that party you were supposed to go to or make that date. And something happened and boom, it, you, know, you don't know what was missed. You know, you don't know if the love of your life walked out when you were seven. You don't know if, uh, you know, the, a job opportunity was missed because of, you know, uh, a one night out. You know, you came to work drunk or you were had a buzz, you a hangover. You know, you don't know if you, uh, <clears throat> who knows? Who knows what it is? It I'm sure. Even tiny crap. Absolutely. You know? But see, that only regrets, though, when you reflect back on them, right? Because most of the time something happens and you don't even know it was missed. You know, you, you maybe suspect it right after the fact, like, oh, I should have done this. Like or you should have invested in something. Oh, well, don't even, go, don't even go there because I have those. <laughs> I have. I had an opportunity in, my, in about 1995 where I had a little money in my pocket and I could have invested in Apple. 
I wouldn't be having this conversation right now, <laughs> CBC. And, um, you know, I, there's opportunities missed. Right. So uh, what, what got this all started was um, something happened on Facebook. I, I went uh, maybe a year ago, I went to this party at a friend's house, this you know, acquaintance from high school. And uh, I, I hadn't seen these people in 30 years. So I go to this party, I spend the day, take a picture of me, and they post it on Facebook. And then all of a sudden, people start, dot, 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 hey, what's up? Hey, where you been? Bop, bop, bop. And I was like, you know, I, I, you know, I have a habit or had a habit, you know, of, you know, because of my kids and because I don't want strangers around. I kind of became a monk, you know. I used a to have, monk? Yeah. I used to have a lot of friends, I thought, you know, acquaintances in high school. I was one of those guys that I didn't have a clique, you know. I had, I had various. I could talk to anybody. You know, I go to this group, football players, the the brainiacs. So you mean more like a hermit, like? Well, I, I, I didn't go to a uh, to a monastery, so I, I was like a I was a shut in. Okay, I just cut everybody out. You know, uh, old friends, old acquaintances, all that. I just shut them out, and I you know I moved to San Diego from L.A., mm-hmm. and I didn't see a lot of these people, right? A period, and. I was like, I didn't have a problem with it. But then and then people started saying, hey, whatever, whatever. And I'd go and, hey, you know, I'm doing this you know, pickle thing, right? And I'd say, hey, you like pickles? Just you know, talk to them online. Do you like pickles? Hey, let me bring you some pickles. Hey, you know, this is the name of my thing. Or, this is my podcast. And I started, you know, these people would start telling me stuff, you know, about myself or about, you know, what's going on. Or the big question was, hey, what have you been up to? Always well, let me that, see. That's always the question. Let, right? let me see. Uh, let me catch you up on the last 30 years, right? Okay, it was in 1988. My mom passed minutes. away <laughs> in 19, and my father passed away. You know, like, what do you, you know, how do you do it? So, um, trying to catch people up and get familiar with them and get to know what they're doing and, hey, have a conversation, it's kind of been strange. Mm-hmm. But I, I did become kind of like a, you say hermit? Because I just wanted to, you know, I, I didn't, at the time, I had my young babies at home, and I went and really, you know, I don't know, we moved far away for a reason and so uh so these people were kind of going hey what's up what's up what's up and then i had a chance to see some people i hadn't seen in a long time and as i'm sitting there talking to them i realized i was a different person back then i'm a very different person back then and i don't think at the core of who i am has, has changed that much but they were telling me these amazing things about me i was like <laughs> i was like damn well, how about to have me as a friend <laughs> who is it where is that guy you know so um but I didn't remember this stuff. And it happened a lot. You know, people always say, hey, Joaquin, remember that, remember that thing that you used to say? Mm, no. <laughs> and they, they tell you, man, it was so funny, man. Say it again. I'd be like, uh, you, mm. can't help you. What, it's, what, which one was it? He'd go, oh, well, that thing. I was like, oh, I just, I don't know. I just, I just, I didn't say that for any particular reason. I just said it, you know. So, uh, but I, you know, I did find out a lot about myself, a lot about who I thought I was or who I used to be, uh, the person I maybe once was. And, uh, you know, things I, I liked and didn't like about me, you know. And so um, over th- I've been thinking about this for a while now. And I've been kind of going back, had a chance to see some people I hadn't seen in a long, long time. And I went back and said some stuff, you know, some stuff to these people that I hadn't seen that I maybe had thought about, you know, through my through the years and never dealt with something, you know, because what I've found is that, you know, you get uh, you have a fallen out or you have a misunderstanding with somebody and then you don't see him for a while. So you don't step up and say, hey, you know, hey, by the way, I'm sorry, because it's, it's weird. So you end up leaving it 
now two years passes. Now it's kind of strange if you call up anytime and say, hey, what's up? What's up? You know, they're like, you know, they're, what do you need? You know, something. I don't know, you know. And uh, so I, I left it. Well, this the best man of my wedding. I left him, you know, 15 years almost. Or it's about 10, 10 years? About 10 years. I, I left that relationship kind of go because I, I didn't know where it was. The, some, some words had not been said. And so I just left it. And then I came to find out no one remembers what happened or why. It just happened. You know, things transpired. No one knew why and no one really wanted to address it because no one wanted to address the silence. You know, no one wanted to go back and say, hey, well, uh, why aren't we talking anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, so we just left it. I think that also but can go lead into another topic about friendship and what, you know, what that means to everybody. And that, that's a weird topic, too, because, you know what, friendship, I've, I've learned. What is a friend? Exactly. You know, what everybody is has a defi- different a f- definition of it. So. And, 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 you know, the thing is, though, is that I'm not the guy who likes a Facebook friend. You know, and and that's why I've kept Facebook friends to a very minimum. In fact, I used to you know kind of laugh because I, I'd, I'd have a purge. Yeah, you, you know and what I'm I mean? not trying to pull you off topic. No, I'm, I'm not. I'll go back to it. it. I'm it, just it saying. But I, I used to have a purge. That. I had a purge. You know, like I'd get to the point where I'm like I haven't talked to this person in 12 years. What am I doing on Facebook? Mm-hmm. You know? So I, you know, I'd have this. Hey, I'll, hey, nice talking to you. Peace out. You know. So, but you know, uh, when it comes back to regrets, I was like. I regret certain things. I didn't really realize how much I regretted or what I regretted until I started, you know, conjuring back up those memories. And then you go, oh, shoot, I wish I'd have done this or I wish I'd have done that. Well, you know what? Um, <sighs> there's no sense in it. And I think that's what happened to me a long time ago, too, when all my you know, family started to pass away. I kind of realized I said, you know what? What's the point in in the past? You know, what's the point? It just well, hurts. It hurts. You know? That's the thing. I it, mean, it, it, everybody's everybody's different, you know. I've and there's different kinds of regrets, right? I mean, there's a regret can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. It it can actually be good in that it would make you force you to change, you know, things about you that you didn't necessarily like. You know, make you take action on stuff, right? So it it could be a, a good thing at some point, but. I think it, I think you're talking about a matter of perspective. Exactly. Right? But that's the thing. Like you were saying really what for me you know i've got regrets too and they can weigh on you big time you know it's like an albatross I, I around think, your I, neck i think so i think you've got to re- be able to let it go i think a regret uh can be turned into something positive exactly that's what i'm getting at but only going forward of course but unfortunately it doesn't really affect the original regret no, no right no, no. and so you can't, i got a you chance can't stop i i but I, I i totally understand what you're saying but i think the thing for me at least is sometimes you have to say some stuff and, and this, oh, speaking of saying, I realized that not everybody's a verbal person. Well, that's for sure. Well, of course. And that, I mean, hence the reason I'm doing this podcast, because clearly I am a verbal person. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you and I always used to get really aggravated with people, friends, quote unquote. Right. Because I would say all these things thinking that I'm communicating my feelings or my, you know, my interests or my whatever. And I would, it would literally fall, it seemed to fall on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. And I'd be frustrated with it. Like, well, how come when, you know, we make this agreement, like I say, hey, we're going to do this, and then you do something else. Well, why did you do that? I thought we agreed, right? So then I feel like, well, my communication clearly isn't as good, or it's flawed in some way. So what do I do about this? Mm-hmm. So uh, but back to the regret thing, though, um, I, I have apparently have more regrets than I've remember and um 
I tried to address some of them this last weekend, having, you know, some people that I'd kind of, I don't know how to describe it. I just, I, I kind of, uh, I, I purged them in person before Facebook, <laughs> you know, and I did not, and I saw these people this weekend, some people, and I was like, basically said to them, I said, you know, listen, I don't know what happened. I don't know why and how and whatever circumstantially things, you know, went down the way they did. But um, uh, trust me, man, I did, I did not mean whatever you thought I mean, or maybe I'm misconstruing it as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what happened. I don't know why it happened. And uh, let's, let's make it for some lost time because I, I seriously don't remember why and how and whatever. What so, happens, though, if you do remember what, the why and the how and, you know, you can't move past some of that stuff? I, and, and, and there's there I have one. I see that that's not a regret, though, for me, though. I have one of those. I have a family member mm-hmm. that I, ha- I, I unfortunately um, starting to to re- starting to lose the actual memory of the particular event, mm-hmm. like the 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 visceral kind of connection to it. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like. It's an overall blanket thing where I just need to stay away from you. You know what I mean? Like I just I know that you've done a lot of stuff and I didn't agree with it at the time. Mm-hmm. But see, again, you know, here, here's, here's another thing too to add to the mix. What if you were too dumb or too uninformed or too young to have made that call about what really happened? Or what if, quite possibly, you misconstrued it at the time? Or what if it, you didn't misconstrue it and it is what it is? You can't change another person on what they think uh, and what they feel because maybe they have a totally different recollection. A- absolutely. Or of, they don't re- recollect it the way you were like a recollect. But that's my point. They, well, they just, don't have a recollection or, the way you do. What, 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 and so in their minds, they've done nothing wrong and, and which is don't want to address it. Which is frustrating because, you know, like let's say it this way. If I use the word fuck you, right? It's For me, it's pretty clear. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I don't, there's no disputing it and saying, well, okay, I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Really? So what exactly did you mean? So I don't want to go back and do all that. So it, it ends up being a situation where you're like, let's leave it in the past. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I think, the you know, I remember as you, we talked about this stuff, I, I did, you know, think about, well, you know, I some of my re- regrets. Do, do you have one you could share? No, I don't want to. Well, I don't just share the names and the times and the circumstance, but I mean, a uh, kind of an understanding of what it is. Well... It was one too, time. No, Sally grabbed I mean, my can, cheese in fourth grade. No, I can go grade. back for little things, but they, they're not important. I, I've, I've let that stuff go. It, it, the, it's the big ones, you know, This and the only reason I don't want, I guess I didn't want to discuss it is just because it makes you too emotional. So I don't want to go through it. Well, but, yeah, no, that's, see, you know, the thing for me, uh, I'm, I face the things differently, right? So for me, it feels like, I mean, you could, I mean, I, I do believe people definitely handle the, the regrets differently. Absolutely. And some people run from them. Some people hide. Some people, you know, they uh, don't want to think about them, don't want to address them. You know what the thing is, though? I think, like I said, a regret kind of affects going forward. And it also affects on how you will deal with that situation again. Right. It also, the advice you may give mm-hmm. uh, based upon uh, you see somebody in a situation like the one you were in and how you would deal with it. And and it can be good for you, but I also think sometimes it it stunts our growth as a human. It, it absolutely it, can it, just, you know, stop you in your tracks and and not allow you to to move forward in and, certain and, aspects and evolve, of your life. Really, and you know, I'm all about evolution, right? But that's the thing. That's the thing. When I was looking into you know stuff, just reading things and going through all of it you know they say with regrets right what's the first thing you have to do is try to learn from it like you're saying try to try to look for the the lesson Mm -hmm. right and and see what you can 
take from that however you however you can do it and then the, the next one is to to actually do something about it right so like you said we're stuck in the past i'm at that stage where i'm stuck at the past for some of it because your final step is to forgive yourself and mm. that's I, where i struggle you know well you know what <laughs> i i can't tell you what to do yeah uh, but i'll say it like this uh, if forgiving yourself oh I would say it like this. If there's something if there's something you can do about it, like if you could reach out to that person and say to them the words that you might want to say or that need to be said to clear an air, I would say absolutely do it. Now, if they're gone, in the case of, let's say, my parents, there's nothing you can do. Right. I mean, there's really not a lot you can do. I mean, you can... You know, try and contact contact them spiritually, so to speak. I need to get a hold of Tyler Henry. That one. Okay, <laughs> that would might help you. Um, but you know what? I think the sometimes, like you know, the, I I guess I have regrets sometimes about opportunities missed. Yeah, that's a. You know about a situation where you know uh, you didn't go on that beach weekend when you were fourteen. You didn't when, go on I'm that. Not, I'm just picking and picking a date. <laughs> but you know, you were fourteen and you were invited to this thing. And you chose not to go because you were too cool or too scared or too embarrassed. Any of those terms you want to use. Yeah. Uh, but I think the thing is that if you can get past them, if you can uh, sure. uh, face them mm -hmm. and either decide, well, you know, they're not important anymore. Uh, and uh, or you face them and call the person and say, hey, confront them and say, look, you know what? Um, I apologize for all whatever whatever misunderstanding there was. I want to make sure you know that I, I never meant any of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you thought I said or what I did. I didn't. That's not what I was intending. And so if there's, you know, I mean, I, I know sometimes even that, you know, people go, hey, it's too fucking late, dude. Or, hey, you know what? Uh, I moved on yeah. or, you know, uh, I don't care anymore. Right. You know, uh, thanks for the call. Bye. You know, I've never dealt with it. Thank God. But, uh, I mean, I imagine, you know, but um I think the thing is that you have to deal with them. You ha you have to face them. You have to you have to uh, you know confront them, or forget about them, or forgive yourself. One of those three. But I, I find confronting anything in life, you know, and this is just my personality because you know we you know we look at uh, horoscopes mm -hmm. and you see you know a, a, someone's personality traits and sometimes they're on and sometimes they're off. Yeah. I don't know if this is my trait, but I've never felt like running from anything was ever going to get you what you wanted. And so when it comes to uh, facing these things, I, I, I work very hard in my life to, uh, I wouldn't say avoid discomfort. In fact, I kind of dive right in with both feet because I really feel like once I've either said, you know, this is not that important or, hey, you know, look, I'm sorry. Or uh, you just say, hey, you know what? It's over and done with. I can't do anything about it now. I might as well let it go. Right. Uh, then, until you do those one of those three things, I don't think I don't think you are can fully grow. I feel like you know it's like. But uh, you're right. I think that's yeah. 100 true. I wish I could describe it to you the way I see it, but it's like you're you know I, I feel like you're a souffle, coming <laughs> from from the cooking world, right? <laughs> right. And when I've watched souffles rise, if you do it wrong, it'll get caught on the side of the of the ramekin, mm -hmm. and it, it won't. It, one side will kind of stay low. And the other side will flourish and be beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. I think that that's us as humans. Um, if we free ourselves from these regrets and work hard at, at figuring out some way of dealing with it, you know, then I think that we can be that beautiful, lustrous, uh, high-rising 
food. Souffle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the souffle. Yeah. Uh, where it'll be this beautiful thing. I think the thing is that if you continue to, to let it uh, fester mm-hmm. as a part of your personality, I think that you end up being that misshapen thing, you know, and nobody wants that. Nobody I, wants it. Yeah, I think that's that's true. I mean, but like you said, there's different kinds of regrets. Regrets that you can do something about and, and change yeah. or or you can accept certain things and say, okay, I'm not going to do that again. I made that mistake. I learned from it. I'm not going to let that happen to me again. And you move on and, and that's that. Well, you but know then what? there's that regret, like the one I have with, yeah. you know, a loss of a, a I, I a have one, one too. I have one too. And it's not the people you might think. It's not the people you might think. What do you mean? Um, you know, my parents, my mom. And dad. Oh, no, no, no. no, the, I, no the one, the one that I have is for this old man, Uncle Pete. Mm. And Uncle Pete, when my mom passed away, he must have been about 87. And this guy was a groundskeeper for the city of Los Angeles, Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And he took care of all the parks. Mm-hmm. And he was an avid golfer up until his last day. And he was this, always had a smile, yes. always generous, he was nice. always sweet, always looking out for you. Had mm-hmm. a ton of friends. Well, I mean, they all kind of passed by the time that, you know, when I met him. Uh, but he always wanted to play golf. Played golf every day if he could. Right. And he ha- and he didn't have any strength anymore. He was very stiff and rigid all over his body. So he couldn't do the things he once did. But what he would do is he'd modify his game or mm-hmm. his swing. But he always hit it right down the middle. Yeah. And he'd beat everyone, right? But um, when he passed away, I was... Uh, the, the babies had just been born. I think must have been Costas, right? And um, he uh, got sick. And he ended up going into a, he got cancer. He was 90, like one, right? And I, we had said that we were going to celebrate his 91st birthday, but I don't think he made it. And I remember getting a call that he was in his hospice in Hollywood. And um, at the time, I was like, it was far from where we were living. And I couldn't just run over there, but I'd gone a couple times. And uh, I remember thinking about the short time we'd been together had we you know we'd had an opportunity to hit the ball and mm-hmm. talk about golf and talk about my family that i didn't because i didn't know him he wasn't my uncle he was my mother's uncle and he had been this guy that was kind of a complete unknown and then when he at the funeral i met him and he was this great 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 i wish i'd met him 20 years before yeah and uh, when he ended up in the hospice there was one day i just went i i, I think i'd planned to go and I and I and I kept missing, you know, I kept missing because of whatever the kids. Something had to. I, I couldn't go, and also I think I had a bit of regret in not wanting to go, because he was, you know, under you know he had uh, the tubes all over, Sedated, and he was you know, very sick at this point, and I remember not being able to make it on his last day, but I remember going and. I remember going a couple times, and he—I was the only one there. I was—I mean, there was, his, his dad had a daughter, and he had family, I imagine. But he was like there by himself in the corner of this room, in dark, you know, room. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, you can't miss this. You can't miss these days because there's no going back. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> I ended up missing his, his last day. I, got, I think I called in. You know, very. I mean, I called in just to say, you know, check up on him, and they said he was no longer. And um, it's been a long time now, you know. And I wasn't. I didn't know him that long. 
but I definitely have regrets. So. <clears throat> but those so, are the kind. That's the kind I'm talking about where it's like, right. there's nothing you can do. You just have to well, forgive I think, yourself and I move think, on. I think you, though, the only way to really make peace with it is to talk about it like on here. You have to kind of voice it out there. I mean, it's like, I feel like, you know, like what's the name of what, what movie was it where they, the, uh, I know it was Green Mile, where the guy would grab, he'd grab the ugly out of somebody. You know, the, <laughs> what's his name? The, the big guy, right? Yeah. He would grab you and he would hold on to you and he'd take away your pain. Right. And then he'd free it. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd open his mouth and he'd lay back and it, this, this, right, right, these right. things came out <laughs> and, and the pain, it was gone. Uh-huh. Right. But it took a lot out of him to do. I think really truly the only way to make yourself feel better and uh, just clear the air, clear your mind, sleep better at night, uh, possibly uh, make peace with the person that you have regrets with possibly in the case yeah, of someone, if you have somebody that's yeah, still around, someone who's sure. deceased, you know, but I think the lesson that I've learned is that you have got to, you have got to get out there. And if, if you have a person that you, have some ability to communicate with and you need to get it off your chest even if it's just for you just so you can you know uh, package it up you know take take that piece of shit package it up and some hermetically sealed package and dump it in the ocean or in the abyss into you know send it off into space i think you've got to either confront it you've got to uh accept it or you have to uh uh, can forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you will always be that misshapen fucking uh, souffle. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I don't want to be a misshapen souffle anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to be a bold and beautiful and lustrous uh, chocolate blue, uh, uh, souffle with a big hole right in the middle cu- uh, filled with delicious white chocolate sauce. Well, I'm still a work in progress. I, well, of course we I, all a, are. I'm a we misshapen souffle. We right? all are. <laughs> uh, we all are. We have, but we're all a work in progress, and and that's for a long time. Why I think I was, uh, I I never looked at the past, I never did, because you know I'd, I'd wonder why I'd be driving down the road, and I'd hear the Temptations, or Marvin Gaye, or I'd hear uh, uh, I don't know Frank Sinatra or Tony Bennett, uh, you know I I, I don't know I, I would bawling by myself in the car, <laughs> you know, or I'd hear you know, uh, an Eagles track. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you know, I don't know. It could be any song, but it, it, it's come that pain, or the the regret, or the desire, is coming from my memory right. somewhere, deeply encrusted. Yeah, it's still buried in there. It's buried in there, and and you know. The, but here's the best part, though. I won't. I don't even know what to call it. It's not a regret. It's a memory. The memory that you get to enjoy, it's like unpackaging a, a, a the best gift on Christmas. Because uh, when after I've had that that ter- tear jerking moment, you know, driving down the road, and um, I the, I don't know why, I don't know why, but I'll be choked up and bawling over a stupid song, you know, and I'll say just don't let it be sticks. What does that mean? It, you know the band sticks. What do you mean don't let it be? Sticks? You know some sticks track. Oh, does that you make know, you bawl? I, no, uh. but I, that's what I'm saying. Don't ever let it be a sticks track. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I like sticks. I, I don't, you know, yeah, okay. So many. Some, some, some of them. Yeah. Some of them. You know, there are a couple. You know, key tracks. Yeah. But Come for the on. most part, don't put down sticks. I, you know. <laughs> uh, you know. I mean, everyone likes something different. You know. I mean, good for you. 
God bless you. But you know, I'm not. You're a not alone. Everybody, I, I, you know. Okay, well, you air know supply. Me, I... Don't let it be an air supply. Let's just do that. No air supply. This is a, a, a air supply free zone. Oh, that's not. Nice. And almost Abba. I, Come on. I can't, you know dancing what? Dancing queen. No. The super trooper. No, I'm not. Can't do it. So look, you know what? Um, um, now that we have regretfully uh, brought back some regrets, and maybe made you think of some regrets. Um, you know what? Uh, my advice to you is deal with them. Uh, be a full human being so you can be a better human being to each other. <clears throat> Forgive yourself. For- it's easy for me to say because I still haven't forgiven yeah, myself. Yeah, and you have a lot of work to do. You actually, you you are the pot calling the kettle black. I, you are. Look, I, the thing is, I've, I've looked into what I should do. <clears throat> Problem is I haven't been able to get there yet. Well, you know what? Uh, at your earliest availability, I would suggest <laughs> you get your behind over there and make peace with it because it uh, it's there's no sense in it. There's no sense in it. There's no sense in carrying on these negative feelings into the, the your future or the afterlife. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? Go out there, listen to the music, see every day for what it is, make something positive. Because you know what? I realized the other day, and I was intoxicated. I won't tell you with what, but I was intoxicated. And I was at a place I did not want to be. And uh, I realized that it's never about the location you're going. It's always about you and your take on it and how you perceive it. Because you know what? I had one of the best nights ever. Uh, you know, I was at one of the best nights ever. And it, w- and it wasn't the place. It was just my availability, my uh, ability to embrace the moment rather than fighting it. Right. And oftentimes, you know, you fight it. You, you go, I don't want to be here. I don't like, I don't like cheese. You know, I don't like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I don't like, but if, but if you can just you know, change your perspective, then it's something could be something positive. So okay. look, uh, people we've spoken enough. Uh, we've, you know, we've, uh, uh, beat the bushes to bring out all the regrets. Maybe you've thought of some, uh, go deal with them somehow, you know, go one way or the other. So you can be the best fully formed human being you can be. And maybe you can be nice to, you know the you, your significant other or just the world <laughs> go out there and be kind to everybody there's no sense in being you know wasting a day of being mean to each other yeah so with that said uh we'll keep doing these podcasts we hope you keep listening hope you get something out of it we do and uh even if it's just our own uh what is it you know, uh the um um a session we're having a, we're having a uh our own couch yeah our own couch here. time you know we're having a little couch time here hashing through our own issues and we display these ugly things for you to see for your entertainment (laughs) (laughs) so uh be good to each other we'll talk to you again